Good morning and welcome to today's podcast where we are talking to Annie Bush. Annie believes everyone deserves to live the happiest, most joyful life possible. After spending over 10 years as a federal and state prosecutor, Annie changed her focus to health and wellness education. She is a nationally recognized brain health coach and consultant and a speaker on important health topics. We're here to hear her story today about her transition into her new career and all about what she's doing today and how it can help other women. Welcome, Annie. Good morning, Annie. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Oh, thank you, Carrie. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear your backstory. I'm always fascinated by some some of you women that have these um, amazing <laughs> career changes and shifts. Of course, I um, have my own career change and shift too, but you went from being a federal and state prosecutor to doing some work that you're doing today. So if you could give us a little bit of your history. Oh yeah. By the time you get as old as we are, you've morphed a few times, but what I, the way I like to look at it is that we are expanding creatures. You know, we're here to co-create and expand beyond, you know, what our personal limitations are. And we'll talk about that later. But yes, I started out um, back in the day, um, like right out of college into a legal background. I became a paralegal. I was a legal clerk. I was a legal secretary for a while. And then, and I was raised in a small town outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which was very cold and wet and dirty in the wintertime. It was right after like the steel mills had closed and there was still that soot in the air. So when it snowed, it was pretty for like maybe a minute. Where then, were you outside of, I live outside of Philadelphia, but it sounds like you're describing like Johnstown, PA, somewhere around there. A little bit further west than that. But okay. You know, on the out, that, that same kind of environment. Yep. Yeah. And I knew enough then that that was not a healthy environment to live in. So took off on the great adventure out west, you know, with all my belongings in a car and eventually ended up in the National Park Service. Hmm. So all of your national parks ran and I ended up, I started out at Grand Canyon in an administrative type position, but then um, was fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time to literally create my own kind of position at Yosemite National Park. And I became the prosecutor there. It's exclusive federal jurisdiction. We had a little courthouse, we had a judge, we had a probation oh, wow. officer, we had a jail. You know, it was just a little mini legal system within the national park. So I was able to be, I was a prosecutor there for years. And at the time, um, my husband at the time was getting ready to retire. So I decided I could either be the oldest living paralegal because I was still just a paralegal within the federal system as a prosecutor or go to law school. So ladies, at the age of 40, I started law school. Amazing. I love that. I know. And it was when it is sort of... That's when the brain health interest really kicked in because at 40 years old, when you haven't taken a test, yeah, yeah, it, you know, since college, mm -hmm. and you know, you haven't memorized things, you don't know how well your memory is. That I really started investigating nootropics and those brain um, supplements and vitamins and what foods were good for your brain. And so I graduated from law school and became a prosecutor down here in Florida. 
And at the time, my parents were living not far, uh, probably about an hour and a half away. During my time at the state attorney's office, my father got cancer mm. and he passed away. And by this time I, I was single and my mother got cancer. Oh my goodness. So one of my siblings is up in Connecticut, the other one's up in Pennsylvania. So it's just like, okay, I'm moving in with mom and I'm going to, we're going to take her through her chemo treatments. And eventually my sister was able to get family leave from where she was working and she moved down also. But during that time when I was taking my mother for chemo treatments, you know, and I was just starting to learn about cancer then, but I knew enough that it kind of fed off of sugar. Like mm -hmm. sugar just mm -hmm. makes cancer worse. Yeah. And I was taking my mother over to her chemo treatments and there right where she would sit for hours was cookies and candy and donuts and cupcakes and I would look at the nurses with this look on my face like what are you trying to do to my mother yeah. you know here we're you're pumping her full of chemo to try to kill the cancer and giving her cookies at the same time right so you know I was confused and then frustrated and then I got angry and then I decided you know what I want to be able to do something about this so that's when the shift occurred from the legal perspective into health and wellness. That makes complete sense. And I can, I can understand how that shift happened now. So if we can then make that shift here and talk about the brain health coach and you are a brain health coach, consultant and holistic strategist, longe longevity strategist. Did I get that right? Got it right. All right. So if you could maybe describe for us what that work entails. Right. I started out as a personal trainer and health coach. And I watched with my, my clients as, you know, they came in and they were talking about their parents who were like in memory care units and their memories were starting to fail. And it was almost like my mother all over again. It was like, there's something I need to be able to do. And that's when I became certified as a brain health coach first under Dr. Daniel Lehman. And what I really learned a lot about brain anatomy and different conditions that we now quote unquote label as ADD, ADHD, um, anxiety, depression, and all these things are, all they are is imbalances within energy within the brain. You have parts of your brain that are overactive and parts of your brain that are underactive. And that determines how you react. And so I really got involved with brain health at that point, but then I got certified by Dr. Gail Bredesen, who's more into the cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia uh, concentrations. And that between the two of them has really put the whole brain health picture together. And what people don't realize is before they misplace their car keys that first time, you know, and they find them in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Their brain has been shrinking for 10 to 20 years before you even get that first brain fog moment, that senior moment, whatever you want to call it. And especially with women, as their hormones are changing, as their estrogen is declining, we don't understand, you know, we don't realize that estrogen has neuroprotective properties. 
So as our estrogen starts to decline, so does our memory. So does our ability mm -hmm. to focus. So women that are starting to go through that perimenopause, this is what's going on. Yeah. So that's what started with the brain health. And then, it, you know, we, again, we're expanding, we're morphing, we're bringing on um, new areas that interest us. And I realized that the whole body is connected. And what's happening below the neck is affecting what's above the neck. And that's when I really started focusing on the longevity. Let's look at the genes. Let's look at the telomeres. Let's look at our DNA. Mm -hmm. And when I first got involved with 3X4 Genetics, I'd been working at an institute for a year. We were using genetics in conjunction with brain health. But I'd since left that, and I'm really just taking my own personal deep dive into doing the DNA analysis. Yeah, and that's what I want to know um, about too. I I have a, a question just about DNA because I think it's fascinating how you can look at DNA analysis and you're able to actually kind of personalize routines and things for people in terms of nutrition and exercise. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I firmly believe that you should come out of the hospital when you're born with your birth certificate and your genetics. Yes, wouldn't that be nice? Because your genetics never change. This is the blueprint. This is the foundation of how you were born. This is your design. And if every mother had that for their child, right, they wouldn't be mm -hmm. feeding them Pop-Tarts yeah. and Fruit Loops. Um, but they would know what to feed their children. So yeah, so um, genetics kind of 101. We have over 23,000 genes and we get, they come in pairs and we get one from our mother's side and one from our father's side. And they basically variation in these genes dictate, you know, if we have green eyes or brown eyes or blonde hair or brown hair, but they also dictate things like how our bodies absorb vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Okay, how well our bodies absorb B12 how well our bodies process um, glucose and insulin. I would say I just did an analysis um, this morning of a gentleman that uh, his blood sugar genes uh, are really dictating in his mood and behavior genes, his dopamine, his eating behavior, his satiety genes are really dictating him becoming obese. And what genetics does is it takes the judgment out. You know, you're not a bad person just because, you know, you, you're always hungry. Your genes are dictating that you're always hungry. But once you understand and you get that knowledge, you're like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. When I, when I got, when I did my personal genetics, I was eating straight keto. Okay. You know, good animal proteins, grass-fed beef, um, good bacon, whatnot. I got my genetics back. And anima, animal saturated fat is probably the last thing I should be putting into my body. Interesting. And I'm also in a on a situation where my body can't break down histamines. Now, I wasn't having allergic reactions like we were thinking of histamines, but I was having some digestive issues. Yeah. Yeah, me being the, you know, smart health coach that I am was like, oh, I'm just not making enough enzymes. So I will just take digestive enzymes. Well, the truth behold is my body is not designed to break down certain things. So how do you do that? And I'm so fascinated by this. I've been working, um, I just started working with a nutritionist and having something like this 
to work alongside that, I think would be amazing. Yeah. How do you um, even obtain the gene, the DNA paperwork to be able to analyze it? Well, you may just contact somebody like me. Um, I am certified by 3X4 Genetics to do the analysis. Uh, the kit is sent directly to you and it is a buckle swab. It's a cheek, it's a cheek swab mm -hmm. that you do your own swab, stick it in the preservative and send it off to the lab. And in about two or three weeks, I get your initial report and I go through and I do my initial analysis. Okay. What my recommendations are going to be as far as lifestyle changes, exercise, diet, um, exercise is huge. Mm -hmm. Uh, and your genetics will, or your body was designed to do certain exercises and not do others. And if you attempt to do these other things, you are at higher risk for injury. So even, you know, like I said, even with children to, you know, either steer them in the way of playing basketball or being a swimmer, you know, depending on how their bodies are. So anyway, so you do the test, I get the report, I do my analysis, then I meet with senior analysts at 3X4 and she goes over my findings, make sure you know, I haven't missed anything and what to focus on. And then I set up a Zoom or a meeting in person if somebody's local to go over the report. And we're gonna go over the dietary changes to make, the exercise changes to make. You know, you'll even learn from your genetics how much caffeine you should be drinking. Mm because of your body's ability to break it down. I would love to know that because I've been drinking decaf for years now, just due to the whole menopause age and anxiety setting in and things like that. Well, it would be, and it, it's a, there's a, hear about hormones. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we hear this term of women becoming estrogen dominant. Yeah. So we think it's, it's a hormone thing, but you become estrogen dominant because of a detoxification issue that you're not able to clear the excess estrogen. Mm -hmm. So it's a detoxification pathway, not necessarily a, horm a hormonal issue. Okay. And the company is 3X Genetics, you said? Three, it's 3X4 Genetics. 3X4, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the report is fascinating. I made so many changes um, just with myself and what I was eating and the exercise and my caffeine intake. I'm a fast metabolizer of caffeine. So that's, that's, okay. that's thing. So I can have a cup of coffee, say maybe at two or three in the afternoon, or, you know, I, I drink um, some exogenous ketones and some of them have caffeine in them. They have green tea in them Yeah, that have some caffeine. So with my body, I'm able to clear the caffeine quickly so that it doesn't interfere with my sleep. So what changes, the, with the changes that you've made with your diet and exercise, how has that affected you since you have been able to, to do that analysis and apply those changes? I like have a new normal digestive system. I don't have to keep putting digestive enzyme band-aids on what I'm eating. You know, because I thought I was so smart you know, when I was eating proteins, I was I taking HCL. And when I was eating, you know, healthy fats, I was taking more ox bile and light paste. And I was basically just putting band-aids on my digestive system. Now that I've taken the histamines out and the red meat out, 
I have this whole new digestive system. And I'm like, oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And the whole thing with the red meat is, like I said earlier, both my parents, parents died with cancer. So when I had my genetics done, I thought there was going to be cancer all through it. Right. That's what, uh, both of them had it. Sure. Yeah. That's something that I was going to inherit. Here, what came up as high impact for me was my vascular system. Oh. And years and years and years and years and years before my father got cancer, he had blown an aneurysm in his heart. And we just attributed at that time to um, contraindications with his medications, that his blood pressure had gotten too low, and then he had a spike, and it blew the valve. So we just thought it was a medication issue. We didn't realize it was a vascular issue. Okay. So it appears that I have inherited those vascular issues, which I never were, weren't even on my radar. Right. Very interesting. So a question that I have that I ask everyone, there are two questions I'm going to ask you now that I, that I ask everyone I interview. The first one is throughout this whole journey of, um, you know, switching careers, probably dealing with identity and everything else and making those changes. What has been your greatest challenge leading you to where you are now? And then on the flip side of that, what has been your greatest joy? You know, as any kind of a coach or trainer, we really have to meet people where they are. The greatest challenge is watching people when they're not willing to change, mm. when they're not willing to change their mindset. You know, we can't change things for them. We can't force them. We can't make people do anything. But the greatest challenge for me is having to sit by and watch someone. And, you know, they really need to make those changes in their diet and just watching them suffer. That is my greatest challenge. So on the flip side is, when the light bulbs go off and they have those aha moments and they're like, I'm ready to change. That's when the joy is. Yeah. And then what about books? I, uh, as you can see behind me, I'm an avid reader and, and a former <laughs> literature teacher. Um, I shouldn't say former, I still do a little teaching, but what books would you recommend, if any, that helped you along the way, maybe for women who are experiencing some kind of, uh, or getting ready to experience a, a transition within life or career? Well, I'm a, I'm a bookie like you. So if my camera was facing the other direction, yeah. <laughs> out of my background without my green screen. I love the old thought leaders. Mm -hmm. So like our generation, we have Tony Robbins, we have yeah, yeah. You know, all of our, our inspiration our motivational guys but i like to go back 100 years and read the guys that they're reading mm -hmm. you know we always we always had someone be, that came before us yeah and one of the authors that i just totally love the thinkers his name is wallace waddles oh yeah yeah okay and mm -hmm. he was around the turn of the century um i think 1910 he wrote the book the science of getting rich mm-hmm and I think he has a science of being healthy. You know, he has a number of books in the series. But I think for anyone that's starting over or contemplating just uh, pursuing their passions. Yeah. He really emphasizes. And whether you want to call it, you know, staying within your integrity. But to quit setting limitations for ourselves. Yeah. 
you know, the world is full of limitless opportunities and possibilities. If we can just get over ourselves and really just put our blinders on and just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a good one. Yeah. So he's, he's one of my favorite authors and he has, and he has many books. I mean, even the first ones that I did, um, that I read <clears throat> were PDFs that I just printed off offline. So I wasn't even reading actual books by him. I was reading things yeah. offline. Yeah. Yeah. That works too. And my last question is where can we find you online for anyone who wants to connect and possibly get their own DNA analysis? The easiest way. And just like, um, the easiest way to get a hold of me is through email. Okay. And my company is called Your Total Body. Uh, I was created over 10 years ago. So the email is yourtotalbody at yahoo.com. Great. All right. So we will include your information, of course, in the show notes so people can reach out and get a hold of you. And um, I know I will be getting a hold of you myself because I think this is the other component of the nutrition that I was looking at. So I've had a good two weeks of of interviews that seem to be speaking directly to me. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Yeah, it especially is with customizing nutrition. This, you know, this you'll find out the foods that you were designed to eat. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Annie, for being here with us. This was um, really kind of enlightening and, and inspiring <laughs> to me, and I'm sure it will be to our listeners as well. Well, thank you so much, Carrie.